Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is, what time is it, Dave? It's clobbering time, Sean. (laughs) Specifically, it's time for Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood and that is Dave Taylor. Good morning, everybody. Uh, We are here where F99 and Fox's first and only wrestling podcast, a deep dive into all things professional wrestling. And what a, uh, boy, what a a show we have this morning to talk about. Um, (laughs) We pretty much scrapped all other news because we were like, there is nothing else worth talking about at the moment. Uh, This is the biggest news in years in professional wrestling. So we're uh, we're excited to talk about that. Um, the, the, of course, everybody knows we're talking about the return of CM Punk to professional wrestling. Uh, in addition to that, we've also got a SummerSlam preview and an NXT TakeOver preview we're going to get to today. Um, so we'll get to all of that. But first, let's get the, get the business out of the way. FM99.com and 1069thefox.com are the easiest place to find us each and every week right under the media tab. It says ESPR. You go there, you click it, it takes you right to our most recent episode. If you don't do that, hey, use podcasting apps, right? Well, we're on all the big ones. Search ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and find us and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, Tell your friends. And in addition to that, social media, we got it. Where are you? Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And last but not least, ESPR at FM99.com. If you want to shoot us an email with the business out of the way, we can now dive into the things that really matter. Um, the uh, Yeah, so the biggest news of of anybody, man, of anything that we could possibly have to talk about is the return after over seven years of CM Punk to the world of professional wrestling, something we thought we might never see. Yeah, I, I tell you what, you know, I thought – Last night when Rampage started, it's like, are they going to waste time? Are they going to drag this out? You know, the yeah. time or um, yeah. I don't think you could. The way the, the crowd was so hot last night before he came out. That crowd, like people were posting videos from before the show started and stuff. And there was no, you, you couldn't have gotten around that. Because people would have been chanting CM Punk all night over everything that happened. Yeah. Waiting. So I think they made the wisest decision they could. And they said, let's just open with it. Just send them out there right away. Give the crowd exactly what they want, which is the smart move. Get that, because then what you do is they get to get that energy out there. They get to, they get the release they're looking for. Yes. And then they can afterwards then take that energy, that excitement, they're elated, they're happy, and turn that over to the other things that are happening on the show. You know? I'm like, all right, great. I, I, I think that was the right way to do it. Well, it's, it's kind of like when they did Wednesday with Sting wrestling. Because you're like, what? Sting's going to wrestle on television? You know, mm-hmm. for the first time in Years first match, and, first match. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best way. Hey, look, it's. I know this was a promo last night, but you know, Raw and SmackDown had that tendency where it's like I can miss the first fifteen minutes of either show, and I'm not missing anything. Yeah, um, and uh, they said that it won't. It won't necessarily become like Rampage doesn't necessarily start with promos all the time. It's like only two episodes in, but that's not their their idea. They want to do less of all the talking, more of the of the matches. Um, yeah. So I don't think this will become a regular thing. But Punk being back, it, you give him all the time he needs to go out there and talk. Because let's be honest, that's one of the things he's known best for. Absolutely, it was great to see him in the ring. Uh, I, I love his line. Mm-hmm. I, I guess to break it down bit by bit uh, was the fact where he's like, I left professional wrestling like in 2006. Or- August 15th, 2005, I think is what he said. Um, uh, when he left Ring of Honor. And yeah. then he, you know, August 20th, to the 2021 is when he came back to professional wrestling. Um, I One of my favorite things, when he came out, I was wondering how he was going to be. You know, was he going to be pumped? Was he going to be stoic? Was he going to be, you know, emotional? Like, And he was all of those things. Because yeah. when he first came out, he was very stoic, and he got down on his knees, and he he 
He he was very like he, he was taking in the moment. And then you looked in his eyes and he looked emotional. And then he got up and the energy came back and he's high fiving people and hugging people. And he gets he points to the other side of the crowd. And I thought it was great. He runs and dives into the crowd and they <laughs> lose their minds, of course. And uh, I was just like, wow, that was that was, he he clearly looks so happy to be there. And yeah. he I got to be honest, never seemed that way when he was in WWE. And I don't mean that as a knock. I love some of the stuff that happened in WWE. Some of the stuff he did in WWE. But he just, the the energy and the, the joy he seemed to have being there last night, I never saw in WWE. Yeah, I, I, Sean, I think you bring up a good point. I mean, he seemed happy. It, it may be, you know, it was, it's a different environment. Obviously, there's some guys in there that he knows very well. Uh, you know, and it's, I don't want to say this, like, because there's, there's no McMahon in the building. So maybe he just feels like, he has that off his back. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to worry about like, well, they're going to be pushing Roman. They're going to be doing this. They're going to be doing that. He just went and had fun, um, you know, and then quickly set up a match because you got you to sell pay-per-views. So, First of all, those CM Punk chants were so loud and so long. And that eruption when he came out. Um, did we set the new marker? Did we go from the warrior pop to the punk pop? I mean, war, uh, we, really, we would go warrior pop to Austin pop. Yeah. But is the new one the punk pop? Because I think it, so. Definitely it, in AEW, that bar is. If, if we're if we're talking, maybe we'll just say if for each one representing their their generation of wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think punk represents this generation of wrestling, and the punk pop is what it is at this point. Yeah. How, how long this? Uh, and we can look at long down the road. You know, how long is that sustainable? How often are we going to see him? Is there going to be a diminishing returns factor? I, I guess we'll see over time. I mean, if we don't see him until. The, the pay-per-view, I think that's fine. We're going to see him Wednesday. They already announced that. He's going to be on on Wednesday. There we go. Oh, well, he's But he's been gone for so long, and he's not just an attraction. He can do everything he needs to do. He can go on there and talk and make it interesting. He can go on there and wrestle and make it interesting. Um, and he – so, I mean, it's not like – it's not like he's a one-trick pony. Like, and I, I hate to use this as an example. Like, I'm knocking the guy for for being this. He, he found his thing that works for him. Um, he's not. He's not the one-trick pony like Goldberg is. Goldberg, yeah. if Goldberg shows up and doesn't spear anybody, why the hell was he there? You're next. Yeah, if, if he doesn't show up and spear somebody, why was Goldberg there? CM Punk can show up and do a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. He, They were on a media uh, media call last night, and I think he said that um, they wouldn't go into the details of his contract because Punk doesn't want that news out there. Um, but he said that it's not short-term and it's not part-time. That's how he described it. Wow. Well, there you go. So we so, are, are going to see him more. Uh, he, you know, and Lloyd brings up a good point. He can sit in the ring and talk for 30 minutes and they listen to every word. There's few wrestlers that have that ability where the crowd will basically, you know, shut up and listen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's probably him. Uh, it's, you know, it's probably Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, yeah, I think in the female side, it's Becky, because that's the only, I think, woman promo I think I've ever heard. If you're talking uh, about people who are active today, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, but, yeah back in the other day, yeah, with the Rocket Austin, I was pretty obvious that, like, you know, because they're going to say something and then we're going to respond or just, you know, whatever. But, yeah, that's hard to do. And in, in the wrestling environments nowadays, where the crowd is hostile or doing whatever, um, for him just to, to have, I mean, talking about a presence. The, the, you know, this guy can go in there. Obviously, we haven't seen him in seven years in a wrestling ring, but just to have that kind of presence where people want to listen to what that guy is saying. Yeah, yeah. And he brought up uh, so many good points about AEW that I think I think sometimes get overshadowed with the uh, you know the us versus them. The it, it just you lose sight of why it's so different. You know what I mean? Other than just you know the style of wrestling. Um, 
he brought up how their locker room is filled with young guys who want to be there. The, everybody there is passionate about this and they want to be there. Um, as opposed to I'm sitting in catering, collecting a paycheck, you know what I mean? Or, or, yeah. or really just working out your contract until it's over or whatever. I mean, he said, and I, I, you know what? I respect the hell out of him for this. One of the first things he said was to anyone who, you know, my actions or my words disappointed or let down, uh, you know, seven years ago, whatever it was, he was like, he said he understands, you know, and he said, as long as he goes, but I need you to understand that I was never going to get healthy emotionally, physically, mentally staying where I was. And as one of those people seven years ago, who was really let down by him disappearing, uh, I genuinely appreciated that part of the promo. Um, because it was, it was truly, it was truly genuine coming out of him. Yeah. Um, and right that's, Exactly. Exactly. And it made me so happy to see him happy and healthy where he is, though. Well, I think part of it, Sean, is because when we left, we didn't really know what was going on. We just kind of figured, okay, he didn't, you know, he's mad about something to want to fight Triple H or whatever the speculation was, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, gets fired on his wedding day. And then, you know, it wasn't until the Colt Cabana podcast that he kind of said some things, but you can only see so much because that led to lawsuits, which led to another lawsuit. And, uh, you know, I, I think now he'll probably feel like he could talk more. Now that he's gotten, you know, distanced himself well from the WWE. Because he had that brief appearance on that Fox show, which is really somebody, somebody online, I talked about that. Somebody online said um, uh, they equated that to, so they were like, so Punk being on the FS1 backstage thing, they are like, that was like Jordan playing baseball? Because <laughs> 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 we're all just not going to talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, it... it, it, it I'm just happy he's back. Uh, I'm I'm excited for some of the prospects and some of the matchups between him. Uh, he called out Darby Allen right away, um, and that's uh, I found that uh, it, you know I kind of figured it was going there because Darby Allen was the one who made that comment previously uh, about being the best in the world. Um, yeah. So I I definitely dig the idea of him working with Darby Allen. I like the idea that he wants to work with some of the young talent that's really excited to be there, and. Uh, of course, we also want to see him work with people like Kenny Omega, like Adam Page, like, you know, we'll, and we'll get there. We'll get there. But I'm excited to see him work with uh, yeah. somebody like Darby uh, Allen first. You know, you bring up a good point, Sean, because I didn't think about it this way, because I thought like him coming in and everybody immediately jumps to the main event guys. And I'm thinking like, well, you're going to have that. But I think when you're coming in and you got a chance to work with names that are exciting or you know, pe- people are loving Darby Allen right now. Here's a guy that has become a bigger star, obviously, with help to sting. And some of the crazy antics he's done in the last year. This is big. I mean, for Darby Allen, plus, you know, you're not, I say, wasting your Kenny Omega match right away. You're going to have time to get there or, you know, uh, plenty well, of time to get those matches. I think this also shows the faith AEW has in Darby Allen at the same time. I yeah. mean, they, they paired him with Sting, and that's gone very well. Um, they gave him that TNT title run where he was a strong title holder. Uh, and then they also now have him. I mean, he's the first opponent for CM Punk coming back, dude. If, if is there's there's no other than putting the world title on you, I can't see a much stronger sign of AEW strapping the rocket to your back. Yeah, um, you fight that guy because we got Adam. Adam, by the way, uh, afternoons on the Fox, ladies and yeah. uh, gentlemen. If you uh, uh, don't know already, and you should be listening because it's a great show. Um, he. Uh, last of the attitude era i think that's a even though what's funny is he wasn't officially part of the attitude era i feel like he should have been 
Uh, he would have been great. I mean, with all yeah. the battles with Rock and Austin, he could have had just on the mic, not talking like in the ring, but just verbally because he's, you know, one of the great promos, you know, to this day. And just mm-hmm. the way he carries himself in that ring and the way the crowd responds to him, which is yeah. not easy to do nowadays. Um, yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Lloyd said that he uh, has all punk shirts and he went to buy the new one. <laughs> and of course, the AEW shop is still down. Lloyd, I know I was trying to. Um, I couldn't get to it either. It bummed me out. <laughs> See, it would have been the first wrestling shirt I bought in years, dude. Um, and it still will be at some point. I'll grab it, but maybe I'll wait till you know next week or sometime. They're not going to run out. They're going to have plenty. Yeah, it's so like I'm, the same shirts. How quick do those sell out? Yeah. Um. So we'll 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 get our shirts. Don't worry, man. Um. Phillips says he would have been perfect for that era. I wish more wrestlers were like that today. Yes and no. Um. I I, I actually kind of dig one of the things that I like about wrestling today is there's so many different styles of wrestlers. Um, I really do enjoy that. And I think punk being like that would, if everybody was like that, punk would stand out less. Yeah. So yeah. I, do, I, I kind of enjoy the fact that punk is so different from everybody else today. Uh, the attitude era, I was had its good and bad moments. You and I, I, I think agree, disagree on some things that there, but it was always like crash TV, which I think that's what made it more exciting. You know, a lot of people got pushes weren't always great pushes, but you saw them more. Uh, but there's a lot of silliness. And then, you know, it was the Rock and Austin and, you know, Foley and Taker show. But, uh, you know, everybody else is just like, ah, we're just going to, you know. And I'm going to get some credit where credit's due. That's one of the things about AEW that I enjoy so much um, is the mix of styles of all the different people. Um, I will say this. I, as much as I'm praising AEW here, don't think I'm an AEW mark. I'm a wrestling mark. Okay. I like <laughs> wrestling um aew has its own things that bother me particularly their their enforcement or lack thereof of rules sometimes um particularly in tag team matches that one drives yes. me nuts. if i see that bald referee out there i don't remember his first name but i think his last name's Knox. um i automatically roll my eyes because i'm like well there go all the tag team rules um i was talking with a uh 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 friend of mine who uh is a uh he's a professional wrestler his name's uh his name is uh the mempho mofo mark bravura um if you've watched any any independent wrestling between here philadelphia new jersey places like that this dude has been all over the place um so you may have seen him uh, uh, but in any event rick knox okay rick he, yeah lloyd knows his name um we were discussing that exact thing about how aew has so much stuff that we like but that that the enforcement or lack thereof of the rules really drives us nuts sometimes uh, trying to enjoy the shows. Now, does that ruin my, my excitement for AEW? No, I still really enjoy their stuff. Um, but I would like to see a little more consistency with that. That, and for me, just less acrobatics. You know, uh, it, You're never going to get that. You're <laughs> never going to get that. That's, <laughs> that, that's my biggest thing. Ah! Like I, I don't need like we're in a, you know. Uh, if anything, Dave. Or... If anything, Dave. After we got the new the new the new uh, supposed edict about NXT that's just going to be big guys over over two hundred and fifty pounds or whatever it is, uh, over two hundred pounds or over six foot tall. Um, <laughs> if anything, now you're probably going to see more acrobatics from AEW because they're they're going to drive home the fact that we're not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, but right. either way, uh, I I am a big fan of a lot of what. And I, you know what? AEW is doing something that nobody has done in such a long, long time. And you and I have discussed this previously, uh, before Punk came back. Um, They're making wrestling exciting again. Yeah, They're making you feel like you have to watch what's happening every week. There's a buzz, because when we Mm -hmm. get to to Raw, when we get to SmackDown, 
Uh, it's the same show every week, same format, uh, same matches. Sometimes I watched SmackDown last night. Had to watch Baron Corbin versus uh, uh, Kevin Owens yet again. Yeah, I had to watch another mixture of Tegan Knox and Shotzi versus uh, Natalia and um, Tamina again. Yeah, I had nice to. to I mean, back, by the way, but we didn't need that again. I mean, to just have them set up a match. Do we need another? You know, tag team champs lose match. Again, you know, that's all they 15, ever do. 15 minute promo at the beginning of the show. And then you're Ray Dominic versus one of the Usos. You know, what's funny is I think before AEW became something I really enjoyed watching so much um, and more stuff, you know, impact. I've watched impact more, uh, more frequently uh, in recent memory. Um, I've been going out of my way to find some ring of honor stuff. I've been watching their women's title tournament um, uh, with, there's a lot of stuff out there to watch. Yeah. And, it's making it harder and harder for me to watch things like Raw and SmackDown every week when they are just not making a good wrestling program. No, and here, you know what's funny is I, I was talking with somebody on Twitter about this, and they said something about like, oh, you know, AEW makes a better wrestling show than, than Vince McMahon does after a, a year and a half or whatever, right? And I said, well, that's the, here's the problem. You think that's Vince's goal, and it's not. Vince is trying to make the most profitable company, not the most, the, not the best wrestling show. You have to look at it that from that perspective, because Vince doesn't care if he has the best wrestling show. He cares if he's making the most money. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what matters to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the TV deals, which are a, a ton of dollars. Uh, he's got mm. the, the deal. We don't care about much. The Saudi Arabian deal. That's a lot of money. Uh, you know, whatever TV deals he has in Europe, the India market, uh, which you know they, they try to get a big piece of Australia. I mean, you know, when they're doing super shows in the other continents, it's that's a big deal. Yeah, because th- on the global spectrum, they're huge. I think Vince, I think whether he'd admit it or not, which he never would, I think Vince feels like his time is nearing the end. He knows he's a lot closer to the end of the ride than he is at the beginning. Yeah. And I think Vince is trying to set a legacy up for himself of, you know, because he doesn't want to be remembered as the guy who like revolution, revolutionized wrestling and then blew it. He wants to be remembered as the he wants to be remembered as this overly successful person. And so and I think he wants to leave that legacy for his children and his grandchildren and this, that and the other thing like he had from his father about a uh, successful, you know, promoter. And he wants to have this. He wants to have a. Um, a legacy to point to to be like the you know, he was the most successful man ever to run a wrestling company. He took something that people that started out as a carny sideshow and turned it into one of the most profitable businesses on the face of the planet. You know what yeah. I mean? That's how he wants to be remembered. Uh, let me ask you this. There's an article that came up the other day where it's like, you know, they're not for sale, but they're always open to talking, which I, I guess makes sense if somebody's going to, you know, back up the money truck and be a big truck. Do you think someday before he passes that he could sell the business? Or do you think he, you know, it's too much of, He's, he's going to hang on to it, and then, you know, if Trips and Stephanie and Shane have it, like, maybe they sell it down the road. I genuinely don't know what the plan is here. I I, I, I always think the possibility for a sale is there. There's, there's, there's You can't deny that. And some of the moves they've made lately make it seem more and more likely that, that's, that that is possible. You're, take, you're taking money off the books. I mean, that, that's, that's a deal that you see businesses as do. Well, we're going to trim the fat here, so that way yeah. we look more attractive to a buyer because we're not carrying all this, not debt, but just – you know, the liabilities, if you will. The overhead, you know, you don't need it. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, I feel like they could very well could be. Um, but that's WWE. I don't want to focus on it too much at the moment because we are talking about CM Punk and AEW. Uh, Benjamin wants to know what's next for AEW. Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Bray Wyatt. 
Um, you know, it's funny as people say Bray Wyatt wouldn't fit in there. I disagree. I think he could fit in very well. Uh, I just think that he would need some tweaking. And I mean, he's he's very passionate about the business and what he does. So I think he he would be willing to find that that spot that worked. Um, what's next? Um, it depends. If Adam Cole's he has a short extension through SummerSlam weekend, which is this weekend. If he doesn't sign something new, I don't know. I, I I'm imagining there's no 90 day clause. Um, if there, if, if there's no night, cause when they release you, you get a 90, you have that 90 day yeah. clause, yep. but if you just work to the end of your contract, I don't think that exists. Um, no, because that's what happened. That's how uh, Lex Luger ended up in WCW because his contract ran out. And at that point, you, know, you don't have a, you know, a 90 day wait, you're just, your contract ended. So it's going to depend what they have with Adam, unless they just, you know, sign some sort of deal. It's like, well, Hey, we'll pay you these extra three months you just can't wrestle for us or whatever else but we're not going to say released but right but, uh, um but if his contract is done he doesn't have to wait yeah i was fairly certain lloyd's saying he still has to wait um but i'm I fairly, i'm fairly certain if you finish out your contract yeah you don't have to uh yeah I, that that's what i believe um because it, your deal is done i mean unless uh you know, otherwise, I always think of the Luger deal because, like I said, Luger's deal. And also, the- I'm reading a report right here that says in order to get him to sign that short-term um, extension they got, uh, they forfeited the non-compete clause. Ah. Uh, so, uh, in any event, with him, okay, Cole, yeah, it doesn't have 90 days. I didn't, I didn't think he did. Um, in any event, uh, yeah, Bray definitely has the 90 days for sure. Yeah. Um, Cole, Cole, to me, would be the most likely. I don't think you follow up the CM Punk debut right away with Daniel Bryan um, because you don't want to try it. You don't want to overshadow the moment. Um, yeah. Give, give Daniel a little time. Uh, he's probably enjoying, you know, resting and whatnot and, and making plans, but I would give it a few minutes to breathe. Adam Cole could show up and he'd be a, he'd be a name, but I don't think he'd steal the thunder of, you know, I, I say steal the thunder. Even Daniel Bryan wouldn't steal the thunder. CM Punk still CM Punk returning to wrestling. That's a big deal. But I feel like Adam Adam Cole sucks less, less air out of the room, uh, out of CM Punk's room than, than Daniel Bryan does. Yeah, and I think you got, you got to get a space it out. You don't want to suck away Punk's momentum, but you, you just got to find the timing has to be right. I mean, maybe a month from now after Punk has his first match and pay-per-view and comes back and then, hey, that's Brian Danielson. What's going on, you know? Yeah. You know, and what's funny is if Adam Cole did show up, I'd actually love Adam Cole to go after CM Punk. Um, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, but either way, lots of potential excitement here in the future with AEW. I'm very, I'm very pumped about it. Yeah, uh, Michael brought up something at the end of Punk's promo talking about ice cream for everybody after the show last night. <laughs> they, they all got ice cream. I saw the yeah. pictures. Uh, it was pretty fantastic. <laughs> he finally got his uh, his his dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phillips says if AEW really wants to take off, they can't screw up plans with Punk. Well, I would argue that AEW is already taking off at this point. Yeah, uh, they yeah. filled they filled the United Center. Now, of course, that was with Punk's. You know, the all of us pretty much knowing he was going to be there. Um, but still, there that place. I mean, I show when that show started last night. I mean, it was a big arena. I mean, I'm mean, a huge, but I mean, and it was loud as we said. It's just the excitement. I mean, you, you knew he was coming, but, you know, you just didn't know when in that show. It, but just, man, I mean, you know, it's like being at a rock concert and, you know, that atmosphere of a band that you haven't seen in 20 years reunites and here they are. It's, it's just that that kind of moment. I mean, it's, I absolutely love that last night, you know. Right. It's great. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. 
Um, so Tara jumping in with a CM Punk, yay! <laughs> agreed, Tara. Agreed. CM Punk, yay. Um, yeah, so again, we're all very excited about it. Happy for CM Punk to be back and happy and healthy like he is. Um, and really looking forward to it. It it it, it, it I think Lloyd just nailed it there. It was like being a kid watching wrestling again. I, I I generally don't can't remember, and it probably has happened, but I can't remember the last time I was that excited watching something happen on TV in front of me, like as far as wrestling. Yeah, uh, I was I was the closest I can probably get to um, would be. I mean, Edge's return really got me, but not quite to the same extent. Um, Maybe just for sheer level of of how it hit me, uh, the Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe, maybe just for the sheer like how how heavy it was, how how weighty the moment was. Yeah, because you didn't you didn't see it coming. I mean, it's yeah. just you know one of the biggest WrestleMania shockers. Because I remember like you know just sitting there like everybody else going. I think it? I think the the <laughs> best comparison I can make for me and other people may not feel the same way, but he's my he's my who I would put at the top of my list of wrestlers of all time. Um, is um, Shawn Michaels, and when he came back uh, after his ba- after his you know his, his spinal issues, um, and he was going to face Triple H in that unsanctioned street fight, uh, I I think that I was about there because I was a huge Shawn Michaels fan, and the idea that he was back after I, I thought he was done forever. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought so too. So that that really got me. But, but it was he, he came back when WCW went out of business. Oh, timing is kind of weird. A little bit. But either way. <laughs> either way. So all right. So we will uh move on from that now. And it's time to we will shift our focus over to WWE because it is time for SummerSlam. Well, SummerSlam I, is tonight. Yeah, I can't believe it. Saturday SummerSlam. I don't remember last I'll time a big event, but uh that's fine. Dave, you, it means you can stay up and watch it, Dave. <laughs> yeah, <I'm a cat. laughs> well, uh, maybe you can get a nap during some of the show. We're going to go with the lesser part of the card because, well, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on. I need to say this right now. This is I saw somebody say this online, and they were 100% right, okay? Um, any excitement or hype for SummerSlam this year is built around the name, not the build-up to it. Yeah. And he is 1,000% right. I, I hope the crowd in Vegas has a great time tonight. I, I know they packed a huge place. Mm-hmm. Well, they better it better be brought, you know, the show. I I, mean, it, it better deliver. Over under on how long it takes the crowd to start chanting CM Punk. Um, ooh, there's gonna be a lot of mic muting. Well, at least they have an hour pre-show to get that out of the way. I, they didn't have announced the pre-show for tonight, but uh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. All right, so the first match in the card, we'll blow through these. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder's wrestling on his own. His buddy's not with him in the corner. Not that it matters. Um, I, 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 you know, there was so much potential to do a better feud with these. Oh two my guys. god, so much! But the whole thing became about I stole your sword. Yeah. I yeah. dumb dumb. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I mean, like, I would like to see Jinder get a like a win, but that's not going to happen. No, Drew, I, Drew, I seriously doubt it. Yeah. Drew, Drew needs a pay per view win in front of a crowd, so Drew wins, right? Do we agree on that? Yeah, Drew wins. LOL, right. Drew wins. Yeah, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie with uh, Dewdrop. Um, uh, does Dewdrop turn here? I, I, yeah, I don't ever know how to predict uh, Alexa Bliss matches because none of them make any sense <laughs> to me. Um, not since she's become the new fiend, the fiend type character. Yeah. Um, Lily, the doll. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like maybe this is I, the time. I, I don't know why. It's so, it's so dumb, but it, it has happened. And yeah. 
I feel like maybe this is the time where where yeah. she turns on Eva Marie if she does something with Alexa. I don't know. I I, I, I give points to the special effects contest. Uh, or are you having the uh, the doll a week? I know I know obviously it's a different shot or whatever, but uh, yeah. yeah, who cares? Uh, Alexa Bliss should win. A do drop leaves Eva Marie because she needs to become her own thing. From everything I've seen before, she when she was Piper Nevin. <laughs> yeah, she was fine. Yeah, there was no reason yeah. to remake her into Dewdrop. I... Yeah, that was dumb. Anyways, all right, so that's done. Uh, this match, um, boy, the build for this was terrible. Uh, Sheamus defending the U.S. Championship against Damian Priest. Which, what happened to Damian Priest, Sean? Well, he can't get away from the Miz. That's problem number one. He's been literally since he came up to the main roster, he's been tangled with the Miz. Yeah, still um, wrestling uh, Raw on Monday, which made no sense. But, but anyway, happy to see the Miz back wrestling from the injury because I thought he's going to be gone a long time. Other than that, seriously. Yeah, um, it, this, the, the the sad part here is that the U.S. titles felt like a background thing to this. Um, it really felt like Damian Priest was feuding with the Miz and Morrison still, and yeah. that Sheamus was just happened to be involved. Um, I I I'm, I think I'm with Lloyd here. I see I see Damian Priest winning tonight and picking up the U.S. title. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, Sean. Um, and nothing against like Sheamus, but uh... no, Sheamus is fine and he's doing good work. He's, he's just stuck in crappy storylines. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to. Uh... You know, it's yeah. Damien needs a title at this point. Yeah, here's a guy that needs a title, and and right. see what he has. Let's, let's see what he can do. Give him some new opponents, please. Right. And um, he cannot fight the Miz or John Morrison any title defense. Do not make that happen. Right. Always who else they gonna put up there? <laughs> uh, Sean, I think this is a match you're much more excited about than I am. It's Edge versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I think I, I I think it's been built up fairly well. I mean, I'm not. They're not you know, blowing me away, but it's been built up fairly well. There's been some good promos by both guys. Um, and uh, I will say that I found it was fun last night. Edge was talking about how all the threats from Seth and this, that, and then so he's, he's going to this darker place and whatnot. And then all of a sudden we get the brood music and the red lighting. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the brood? <laughs> and I'm like, I knew obviously Christian won't be there, but I was like, wait, is gang girl going to do well? Hold on. But he's ah, not going to be there either. No. Um, not since he started doing porn. He's not coming back. Um, yeah, there's gang. I'm not kidding. And, um, yeah, it's sad, but, um, now I'm going to say this, uh, I'm excited for this, but only, only, uh, if edge comes out to the brood music and comes up through the stage with that fire and everything, <laughs> if he, if he doesn't do that, then the zero stars from me, that's what this match is. Getting. What? But you know, you're going to get. You think you know me? And he's gonna run and slide. I into I, no, no, I don't want that. I, you, he talked about this darker place he's going to. I want the brood entrance. They teased me with it on Friday night. They gave me the music, and they did the bloodbath thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah, want yeah, it's Seth Rollins in the bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want the 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 brood entrance. Uh, he says wearing the brood attire, which I mean he could do, but it's very similar to what he wears now. It's a long leather jacket and pants. Yeah. So it wouldn't be too much different. Is he, is he going to drink the blood shot? Like Angrel? Edge never did that to begin with, so I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but I, I, I would like. To, I, I just want to see it for nostalgia's sake. I mean, if this is his, if this is this is his last run with the company, you know, it hit, hit all the high notes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Might as well. I, you know, it's weird. Like I, I like both guys, um, but I just with this match, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I like him. I'm not a huge Edge fan. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I he he should win, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to be as in, as uh, sucked into this match as probably you are or some other people. Are. I just I don't know, just what it is. Nothing against those guys. Um, respect them, but just not big into watching them wrestle for whatever reason. 
Uh, uh, Lloyd said, didn't he have a fluffy white shirt? And he, no, no, he didn't. That was Christian. Christian and Gangrel were the fluffy white shirts. Edge had the black, uh, the leather, the leather yeah. jacket. Um, in any event. What do you got? Uh, I think I'm going Edge. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, he, lost, he lost against Roman. He lost in the previous bouting against Roman um, and Daniel Bryan. He, I think he needs to get a win here. Yeah, I mean, that or, you know, is, he, is this Seth just helping or is he going to help put Seth over? Not that Seth needs it at this point. So No, not necessarily. Uh, I, there's nothing. He loses nothing in losing to Edge. And yeah. vice versa, if he loses to Seth Rollins, I don't know that he loses anything either. But at some point you will start wondering, all right, well, Edge is, is Edge going to win any matches? Yeah. <laughs> so. Point of diminishing returns. Okay, this match I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, maybe one of the better things in Raw as of lately, although they seem to fight each other for the last 10 weeks. The Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro, Randy Orton. And- RK Bro is the only good thing on Raw these days. Um, <laughs> so RK Bro, RK Bro has to win. Did these odd couple, these odd couple type relationships always end up being popular? Uh, him, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah, uh, you know, with the, these it's sort of weird. And Sheamus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They always end up being being fun. Um, RK Bro has been a lot of fun. Hell yeah, I like RK Bro. How can you not like RK Bro? <laughs> I, 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 I will say this. I really, I, I really like RK Bro, not because of uh, uh, Riddle so much, yeah. but because of Randy Orton's reaction to it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it, this is probably the oddest couple of odd couples, just because of the reaction. Because you know, it's it, your stoner type character with. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, with uh, Riddle, and then you know Orton just kind of being like. I love watching Orton. Like when uh, the first time I remember when a uh, um, uh, what was it? Riddle ran up and gave him a big hug. Yeah. And he, and or and, and Orton's just like, uh, uh, what's happening? <laughs> uh, I thought it was fun. I mean, Riddle I, makes him look goofy, but Riddle's goofy, and I mean that's just the way it is. It 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 doesn't bother me too too much with all the other stuff that goes on that's terrible on a weekly basis. Um, Riddle is entertaining without it being an issue because that's that's his character yeah Um, yeah i i find it worse when they take characters who are supposed to be super serious and put them in dumb things like uh shaving each other's backs or um you know with the uh the the what were they called in wwe they're uh not the uh the revival not revivals um revivalists never revivals the rival um the revival (laughs) were they the revival or the yeah i think so yeah with uh uh, Looking now, <laughs> yeah, the revival, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I was like, wait a minute, it's a revival, right? But uh, um, but but RK Bros should win this. Now, did they get? Did we get an RKO on almost Omos? Hmm. I mean, that's the payoff. They've been trying. You're right. It has. I think we get a double RKO on Omos. Because I think I think Orton will try and he can't do it, and so Riddle will run over all excited, like "Come on, we can do it, buddy!" <laughs> and they'll both run out and jump, and it'll hold on to him and do the RKO. So I think that's how what, what you yeah. see happening. But anyway, Omos, uh, you know, for a big guy, he's gotten better. Well, has he? Because he does <laughs> great. This, I, I don't know that he's gotten better because he, he literally does the same thing every match. He comes in, he does. The, I'm going to pick the guy up and hold him up in the air for five minutes, and then slam him. He goes, and then I do the charges into the corner. Um, and it's like, like heavy machinery was, I, th- I thought was, was pretty Cause there's a lot going on there that I thought he did. Uh, and the fact that, you know, you, they have did you show say that, heavy machinery. No, I mean, I did, but I mean, uh, the Viking Raiders, sorry. Um, the Viking Raiders match it. Cause it kind of made it like, Oh my gosh. Like, like, like you knew 
Omos and Styles is going to win, but you had that moment. It's like, they might pull this off. And I, I like those kind of matches. And I enjoyed that match more than I probably should have, but it, but it made it, it made it a better match. And the fact that, you know, he kind of got involved in throwing, a, you know, one guy into his uh, break up the pin. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but either way, I'm picking, uh, I'm picking RK Bro to win yeah. the titles. Go with him. Uh, we'll go to the uh, SmackDown t- uh, tag team side, the Usos versus the Mysterios. Do we get a breakup here of the Mysterios? Uh, it seems like we're heading that direction. It, it does seem like Dominic's becoming overly confident. His dad's trying to, you know, bring reel him in. Yeah. It's not working. I would like to see them drag it out a little bit longer um, because I think this is a story you can tell well. Um, and they haven't done a bad job. No, uh, no. I just don't I just don't think they're giving it enough focus. Like, they, they, it's literally right before every match and then in the match, and then we don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah, last night because Dominic tried to help out Ray, and then, you know, it was a distraction. And the week before yeah. that, or two weeks before, Dominic gets distracted. Uh, another week, Dominic actually helps Ray win. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know where else you go with this. I mean, because after the, if they don't win the championship, I mean, what are you going to do? Just you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, go back to fighting, um, you know, uh, Otis and uh, Chad Gable. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I unless you're going to split, I have no idea. Um, Lloyd City Red, they didn't want to face each other though. But to me, that's silly. If your son, if your son is gonna stay, and uh, uh, if Ray is planning on, you know, ending soon, I, the one thing I would want to do is put my son over on my yeah. way out the door. Um, I feel like that would be the big thing. And I mean, Ray, I mean, it's easy to do here with Dominic because he can be, he can either be a heel, or it can just be a matter of uh, respect between the two of them. Yeah, you know that that could be maybe the thing. It's like, hey, you know, they're they're just going to split up. He's not going to be a heel. It'd be great if they made Ray heel, but that never happened. But uh... <laughs> it's also possible, by the way, that they, that that whole they don't want to face each other thing was put out there as a red herring, so that when Dominic does turn on Ray uh, or step breaks apart from him, that it seems more shocking. Yeah, because well, people I mean, are like, oh, they're actually doing it. You know what I mean? It's, but so we'll see. You never really know. Yeah. All right, we'll stick with the. Uh, who do we got? I got the Usos winning. Oh, uh, yeah, Usos retaining. Yeah. Right. Uh, we'll stay with the uh, SmackDown side for the Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. A match that we almost thought a couple days ago wasn't going to happen for undisclosed reasons. I guess maybe you didn't want to say if somebody had COVID or something else, just speculating. Don't know. Um, but looks like it's on. I don't see any reason for Bianca to lose this match, but you never know. I don't either, but now that it seems like Sasha has a little backup and everything like that, it's like, okay, is she putting together a little a little stable or something? Like, what's going on here? I wish they had established that a little better rather than just like, hey, I have these two ladies here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think I'm going to go the opposite way. I think Sasha's taking the title tonight. Okay. Because Bianca is running out of opponents. There's almost nobody left on the on that side. For well, yeah, yeah, they all they all been released because I really don't know yeah. who they have because they're all the other anybody else in that show is in a tag team with, with yeah. tanks and whatever else. So because they're trying to establish Shotzi and, and Knox or whatever they go by on uh, that. But I, I say Bianca. So you're gonna go with uh, yeah. I'm just going Sasha because I feel like they can't not put the title on Sasha or Charlotte every time they want to. Um, <laughs> and uh, and again, Bianca is is running out of uh, opponents at the moment. So. Hey, by the way. Hey, hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what about we're so has Tony Storm been on since her debut? Have I missed something here? Uh, I genuinely don't remember. I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's only been her, her debut, and that's it. Maybe one other time. Maybe. I don't know. 
Uh, you yeah. don't have room for her on the show. She's on the main event already, or whatever. She, would it would shock anybody? No, no. All right, so uh, we'll go with the uh, we'll stick with the ladies here because this one uh, is really bothered me on the booking. Really, really bothered me. Uh, Raw Women's Championship: Ugh. Nikki Ash versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Um, it, you know, Nikki's got to win here, or what was the point of this whole thing? Oh, to put the title back, title back on Charlotte. That's the point of the whole thing. Um, I, I, I am. I, I don't want this to be the case because I'm with you on this. Uh, but I, I have absolutely zero faith in WWE not to put the title on Charlotte Flair. I have absolutely zero faith. Oh, oh man. Uh, I, I, I want to, I mean, I agree with you, but I don't want to agree with you because I, 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 I you got you, you got to run this Nikki thing out. Um, uh, but I don't know what you do with Charlotte and Rhea after this. Um, you know, cause Nikki's not really a, a chaser. The old Nikki cross character would have been great, but this uh, you know, I, I mean, what are you going to do with this after? Well, well, but Dave, but Dave, if you believe in yourself, uh, you can almost do the thing. Almost. Yeah, that that's the thing that kills me here, this almost superhero crap. Um, I, you know, it's it's her gimmick, and I understand that, and it worked kind of in the beginning. But, hey, it's been too preachy. Uh, every chance they get, we give her a microphone, it's over-the-top preachy. And the message just doesn't make any sense. The whole, oh, you can almost be a superhero the message there is if i try really hard and believe in myself i can almost accomplish the thing not quite maybe they change it maybe she wins this match and you know maybe the hurricane comes out and says hey you know what you are a superhero yeah yeah and, um and it's nikki ash but nikki a superhero i don't know if she michael says if she's on her way out no matter what uh, to AEW, why give her the title? Who's uh, why? Who, who's on their Charlotte, way out? I, I don't. I don't see Charlotte leaving WWE. I, mean, I yeah. would. Be, I would be shocked that they would let her go. See, Lloyd, I heard the same thing about Nikki being Nikki's idea, but I did not hear that Vince wasn't a fan of it. I heard that Vince loved it um, because she pitched it to them and they ran with it, and he liked it because he saw it as marketable to children. Uh, so he thought that he could make exactly. Um, okay. I mean, let's, let's be honest. She's not changing up her whole look and character, and it, like the whole the whole thing isn't changing and getting on television without Vince is okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, I got her championship that she may not got otherwise. She deserves. Which is title, stupid. Which is but, stupid. But uh, but the other character was great. I, I thought last year, you know, she was one of the highlights of the crowdless uh, SmackDown, if you will, or Raw, when she became a cheerleader. Uh, with Alexa Bliss and everything else, I it, I just enjoyed it. She was great. It's like, wow, there's something here that they got to run with. Yeah, uh, she's very that personality and charisma that she has is uh, is hard to find yeah. in anybody. And she was great with that. But I, okay, so I go Nikki, you go Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Rhea will probably, which is funny because I love Rhea. <laughs> Rhea's my girl, uh, but it's it's I, I don't see her winning. No, and it's been frustrating because she, you know, I mean, obviously she got up there, she won a title. But her whole introduction as this was just kind of weak. Hey, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna challenge you for a match because I love match for WrestleMania. You don't have on it. What's what's yeah. yeah, the build for this, like many other things on this show, has been really yeah. I can't wait for the rematch on Monday on Raw. <laughs> just to be different, Lloyd says he's going for Rhea. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lloyd. It's gotta be something. All right, so we go to the championship matches, uh, because these two have had the, the hype wise uh the uh, raw championship or WWE championship, uh Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Um, I mean, I'm go- there, there's no, there's no option here other than Bobby Lashley winning. Yeah. If, if like I'm, everybody cried and complained and whined about Goldberg coming back. I don't care 
as long as Bobby Lashley wins. If Bobby Lashley gets to beat Goldberg, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, then that no worries whatsoever. Now, if Goldberg wins, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. <laughs> and you're talking to a guy who was a Goldberg mark back in the day. Um, I, 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 and I still appreciate what Goldberg, you know, what he brings to the table. It's just, it's intensity. It's quick. It's, it's over. You know, it's just, it's meant to be a quick, a quick and a quick and highly uh, uh, energetic. That's what it's meant yeah, to be. Yeah, it's a three or four minute match. These guys are going to blow themselves up, uh, which is a term by just basically running out of gas early. Um, do we see, okay, I go Bobby. Do we see Brock? I, I don't know, dude, because last I heard, he hasn't signed with anybody. He, he is not committed to doing anything at the moment. Um, so I honestly don't know that we're, we're going to get Brock right now. Um, if, if, I think that if you're going to do Brock, this would be a good place to use him. But that being said, here's if if we do Brock, um, I get worried that the the politics of the whole thing will run in because they're not going to want they're not going to want Brock to lose until he faces Roman Reigns. Yeah, you know. Well, so then you have him dethrone Lashley. That's a bad idea. Yeah, you know, but, so but, I don't want to see Brock and Lashley. Like here or ever? Uh, uh, here, here, here. Because I mean, to me, it's a match that has to happen at some point. I mean, I figured that's why Lashley. I'm not saying that's why Lashley is a championship, but I mean, it just makes sense that the kind of match those two can have. Um, without a doubt, I, it, without a doubt, it does. But I, I, I promise you, WWE's not looking at that. They're looking. They're absolutely looking more at Brock, at Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. I mean, that's. To be perfectly honest, the way better story to tell. Lloyd, Lloyd says Lashley wants it though. Since when does Vince give up <laughs> what the talent wants? Yeah. You know, like, like let's like, Lashley wants it. I, you know, CM Punk, you you wanted a lot of things too, and he didn't get those, and he was making a lot of money for Vince. Uh, you, you know, it's always, it's always kind of weird that situation where uh, you know, like it's the longest time. Like we're gonna see Punk, we're gonna see Punk. You know, he's not gonna magically show up for seven years. We're gonna see Brock. Um, you know, are me always joking, uh, you know, Luke Harper is going to show up and interfere in this match. And then the one time we don't call it, he shows up. Of course. Uh, so, so the fact that we're asking about Brock means we're not going to see him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. And, you know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we will see him. I just, I will be concerned if Brock comes back right now, because I do think that they, I do think that they want to put together Brock and Roman and I do not see them letting Brock lose until that happens. Yeah, because I figured they'd be going to Roman and uh, you know the Rocket Mania and some sort of tag matches to protect the Rock kind of thing, kind of like a Sting situation where you're not going to have him go one on one, but have him in there a little bit where he's not yeah. doing too much. Uh, there, there's a lot there. Uh, I mean, do we see before we get to the last match? Um, do we see anybody come back? I mean, it is SummerSlam. I mean, you know, I, I don't see Becky showing up. Uh, I, I don't, you know, if we don't see Brock. I, I could see I could see WWE hitting the panic button after last night and bringing somebody back. Um, maybe they weren't planning on doing Brock, but maybe Brock shows up. You know, I saw I saw memes online about like Brock or Vince McMahon on the phone with Brock Lesnar after CM <laughs> Punk, and it was like somebody doing this with, with yeah. dollar bills. You know what I mean? It was like I could easily see that happen. Um, you could uh, you, you maybe Becky maybe he says, "Look, we were going to hold off until, but we need you to come back now." Um, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I mean, like, the problem is they keep getting rid of people. So it's like, who the hell is there to come back at this point? <laughs> you know? Yeah. They bring up someone from NXT, but there is nobody because they already ruined Karrion Cross who had good potential to be a fun opponent. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, by the way, one match left in the card, Sean. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You mean <clears throat> it's been a rough week? My like last two weeks, my voice has been a little rough. So hold on. <sighs> a little water. Okay. We're waiting. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the main event of the evening, the WWE Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns versus John Cena, with the dumbest stipulation added last night. The dumbest stipulation added. If Roman Reigns loses, he will leave WWE. Why? Yeah. Why? I, this match now. If they put this on Cena, the, 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 I'd be a little bit more intrigued. It's like, wow, they're gonna have this is gonna be Cena's last match. But eh, you know, the, the, you, you just told us that Roman Reigns wins. LOL. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you didn't watch SmackDown last night, you missed this um, because at the end of the, you know, you had uh, Cena and and Roman talking at each other. And they said that, uh, let's see, uh, Roman said they would say, raise his stakes. If he doesn't leave tomorrow as WWE champion, he will leave WWE. So there you go. That was the end of the segment. Um, yeah, and Lloyd, like Lloyd said, it, it was a dead giveaway that Roman's going to win. We all already pretty much assumed Roman was going to win. Yeah. But this is the nail in the coffin. I mean, like, it's like there's no way he's leaving. Now, now could they do something where Cena beats him? And he disappears off TV for a while. Possible. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's entirely possible. He, he's been pretty much running roughshod over the roster for a year, essentially. But I don't see that happening. I just don't see it being the time to get rid of Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's the guy that's been making SmackDown great. I mean, for the last, you know, making it the, the most watchable show in wrestling uh, yeah. in the last year. Uh, there's a lot of shenanigans that can happen here. Because Corbin, Baron Corbin's got the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. He's the contract holder. Um, does something go down tonight that kind of gives us a screwy finish where, you know. Yeah, because you know goes, what? The, you know what? That's a good point I, as, as you say that. Because Roman's wording is very important there. Roman's wording is very important there. If he doesn't leave as WWE champion, he didn't say if I don't win the match. Yeah, he said, "If I don't leave as WWE champion, so let me throw this out there at you: whether it's Baron Corbin, whether it's Big E, whether it's whoever, uh, John Cena beats Roman Reigns. Okay, somebody comes out, cashes in the briefcase, with Roman Reigns still in the ring. All right, Roman Reigns ends up pinning Cena or the other person." Uh, who has cashed in the briefcase and retains the title and leaves with it that way. So he still leaves as the WWE champion, even though he now see here, what you could do is you could do Baron Corbin and there could be this big rigmarole storyline wise about like, well, that shouldn't have been a legal cash and it never should have counted, blah, 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 leading to a rematch between Cena and Roman Reigns, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then you will get the briefcase back to Big E. Um that sort of thing. And with WWE, that seems entirely like something they would do because it's a big, overly confusing angle when the People, point of this should just be Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal Championship. Yeah. yeah. People will pop for the pin and then it'll be some shenanigans or Paulie will do whatever. Um, but he, he, I think he needs some sort of, it's kind of weird to cloud up the finish between Reigns and Cena. But here's the question. You know, not that they're mad at Flair, but before they had the stipulation, I thought, like, would they give Cena the title just to break Flair's mark or <laughs> Ty's mark or whatever, you know? 
Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Cena could get it and then lose it immediately. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm with you, Lloyd. I want I want to see Biggie Cash in the briefcase too. I don't I don't want if but again, that's where I'm saying they could go through this whole you know overly convoluted storyline. We're like, oh well, that cash in didn't count because it wasn't Big E. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, they did that earlier this year when uh, Morrison cashed in the belt. A technicality. <laughs> but but they also did. Uh, Cena can walk in and pick up Finn Balor's contract and sign it, and automatically he gets that contract. There's another person. Yeah, that could be a big factor. Hey, this is my match. Yeah. So. All right. Well, okay. Well, now now the main event got a lot more interesting. <laughs> but here's the thing i'm uh, regardless of all these things i'm still sure roman reigns is leaving as the champion yeah. now it's just a matter of how you know now now it's just a matter of what overly convoluted mess are we going with to get there rather than roman just winning shenanigans yeah, yeah. if roman just wins if he just wins outright you know i will a i'll be a little disappointed like oh okay sure but then at the same time i'm also going to be proud of wwe for for holding back their their desire to go with one of these re- ridiculous ass finishes well that's what i was kind of like hoping i should say hoping i mean i want you know but like i think of like cena and brock a couple years ago at SummerSlam that we never saw that kind of match coming yeah. where you know lesnar just destroyed him i don't see that here but like i, I do want to see the passing of the torch i kind of wish you know like this is like a three-part series because they had the first match years ago which they kind of rushed to get through and now we have this and obviously now roman's being booed because he's the heel not because he's not liked um a little bit of both yeah because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny is i remember you and i talking about this before he ever turned heel and i said if he turns heel i hope he doesn't change a single thing about what he does i hope it's still nothing but punches and clotheslines and superman punches and spears and that is all he's doing with the exception of now he mixes in a guillotine choke every once in a while and uh it, it, i find that wild <laughs> yeah yeah it's great. Yeah. How many Superman punches will we see? You know, it's so weird because when I interviewed him years ago, it's like that Superman punch is great. And now it's like all we saw for the long time. Well, so it's your fault, Dave. You told him how good it was. And he was like, well, Dave, I need to do this more. Everybody blame Dave. Um, so I said, okay. So Reigns. So Reigns is leaving his champion. Reigns leaving the know. title. How do we get there? I don't know. Hey, sometimes it's all about the uh, journey, not the destination. That's very true. That's very true. So yeah, we'll see. We we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, I mean, so the first half- watching live tonight. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe we'll do some kind of thread tonight on the on the Facebook page or, or yeah. something, so we can all interact. If you if you guys are going to be watching live, what would you guys prefer? Would you prefer um, a a uh, a thread like just so we can comment under it, or would you prefer? Uh, we we pop up and give thoughts with live videos or something like that. We, every once in a while, what would you what would you like us to do? Let us know so we can do uh, what you guys think. Um, yeah. What would be best for you guys? Yeah, yeah, because we'll, we'll go live on the ESPR ninety nine page and yeah, uh, and, and do that. Um, so while we're talking about that, oh, you guys are coming with your answers. You want to talk about what's happening tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, yeah, magically somehow NXT Takeover is on Sunday instead of Saturday. So TakeOver 36, um, is it we'll go ahead and do that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> is it going to be live? So, yeah, NXT, by the way, I know, I know some changes coming. We, um, yeah, everybody enjoy this show because it might be one of the last ones you get like this for a long time. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. Because apparently there's this edict going around that now they want big guys. They don't know Vince wants no more small guys in their 30s and this, that, and the other thing. Um and uh, that they've ended their partnership with Full Sail, so now they're permanently, it seems like, in the Performance Center, which they call the Capital Wrestling Center. Um, mm, mm, I don't. And, and, I don't and, not, and not, a to- not a touring show. 
So, um, yeah, they're going to be taping it. Uh, right, hey, uh, Facebook, uh, Phillips says Facebook, Fred uh, Lloyd says, uh, he's got notifications when we go live. So, there you go. <laughs> well, okay. Well, um, I'm trying to think, uh, um, I'm trying to think of how to do this best for everybody because, like, we go live, but the problem being that it, you know, we got to choose when to go live, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's do right after the show if we're not in bed. So. Well, no, but I mean, like, I would just do quick, I would do quick little ones here and there, you know what I mean? Because again, I want to interact with these people during the show. I don't necessarily want to. So here's what I think we'll do. We'll have a thread going regardless that everybody can comment under. We'll go ahead and post it when the pre-show starts. Yeah. Um, everybody can comment there. And periodically, Dave or I might pop up with a Facebook Live video uh, or something yeah. like that, giving some thoughts if, if we have something we want to talk about. Yeah, well, yeah maybe we'll, we'll pick the matches that we got because there's, what, 10 matches on the card. Just because I because because I don't want to argue who gets Ginger and Drew McIntyre, so yeah, <laughs> we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll split the title. You know, maybe we do by brand. Maybe maybe you do Raw, I do SmackDown, or vice versa. I think you can do them together, can't you? Can't you join in on on on? Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, I can. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's possible. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about it. Because when we did our uh, our Money in the Bank preview, it was because I missed you by a couple minutes. So we were both out of town. I was in Buffalo. You were in Pennsylvania somewhere. And uh, and like and it's like I was at a baseball game, and then it's like, oh, you're live. I'm like, but I'm in the middle of a crowd, so I had to wait till I got to the yeah, street, yeah. and then you finished up. But <laughs> but that's all right. Even if we do it that way, that's fine too. Either way, yeah. um, regardless, we'll 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 be involved tonight, guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be a night where we're gonna be active. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the takeover preview. Oh yes, Dave. Actually, we didn't want to bring this up, but Philip, uh, thank you for bringing that up, Dave. Uh, congratulations! His 20-year anniversary at uh, WNRAFX. I uh, thank you, dude. That's quite the accomplishment being there for 20 years, man. <laughs> that is that is that is. But if you guys see, if you guys could see the amount of work Dave does in a single day, imagining 20 years of that is mind blowing. <laughs> This, he should be allowed to retire already at this point. Um, well, no comment. Uh, uh, he, he, does, he does a lot of effing work. And uh, uh, just, you know, from my part, I'll say that the, the station would not get along without you. So thank you, Dave. Well, th thanks, Sean. I, I appreciate it. It's hard to believe it's been 20 years. It's, uh, you know, it's a different world uh, back in uh, 2001. When I... you, you used to be able to do things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was part of it. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, you know, it's weird because I mean the business is the business has changed, but like back then, you know, you would move around to a lot of markets. You know, I started mm -hmm. in Michigan, I went to Indiana. Um, you know, I ended up here in in ways I didn't think I would end up because I was interviewing somewhere else. wasn't good enough for that market, and then I ended up here. It was just just strange how it all it all worked out. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. I think the attitude error was going on, <laughs> or, or really ending at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this whole invasion angle was happening. That's when I moved here. Then uh, it's like mm -hmm. business was was changing because ECW and WCW were basically uh, could put at that point. So, so, there you go. Right. Thank, thank you, Philip. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, good, good call, Philip. Thank you for bringing that up. So, um, so yeah, let's dive into the takeover. Let's preview. run through this. Uh, the million dollar championship, Sean Ellie Knight uh, versus Cameron Grimes. What Cameron, Cam, Cameron Grimes already lost uh, the match previously to Ellie Knight. Uh, where he ended up becoming the butler. It's not happening twice. And Ted DiBiase isn't becoming the butler. So Cameron Grimes wins this match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, here, I don't want to complain about NXT, but this is like some of the things where I think like where NXT has changed with gimmicks like this and some of the other things. And I, I, Cameron can win. It, it, it's fine. Um, Elliot Knight starting to get somewhere. and That guy's got potential. But he may be right. too small for WWE. So we'll see if he's uh, around. I don't think so. I think they like him. LA Knight. 
pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's he's big enough, dude. He's uh, let's see, he's six foot one and two hundred thirty four pounds. He's fine. All right, he's he's over six foot, so he's got. All right, uh, here's a match. I'm gonna put this one second. Um, the NXT Championship, Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. It's great to see Samoa Joe back because mm-hmm. um, um, I wasn't sure if he was going to be wrestling at first when he came back in NXT. Karrion <laughs> Cross, we know, is Karrion Cross. Um, uh, you know, which, by the way, I've seen reports that um, that um, I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Uh, Scarlet is not cleared oh. for WWE for whatever reason. So that's why we haven't seen her yet. And plus, some other reasons. Um, but that that's a big part of it. But if that's the case, why is he even the WWE? What's going on? Yeah, why him? did you, why did you bring him up until until then and, and, and ruin him? Uh, yeah. Samoa Joe wins at this point. I mean, because what's the point yeah. of bringing him if you don't do this? Yeah, agreed, agreed. And there's no where they've already proven the cross isn't nobody else there is going to beat him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going with Joe to win. Yeah, uh, Philip by the way says I think Joe needs to win this title that way he can get carrying to the main roster. It's a graduation of sorts. Uh, women's uh, match. Uh, this is uh, should be fun. Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai for the women's championship. You know, I like to see. I, I, I think Raquel wins. I want to see a good showing from Dakota Kai. I want to see what the, what she has. Yeah, I want to see the opposite. I want to see Dakota Kai win. I've seen her have good matches already. I, I want to see Dakota Kai have a have 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 the win. Uh, and I'd rather see more out of Raquel because really she's the first women's champion in a long time who hasn't over delivered. Um, where like, I mean, Io Shirai was hard to follow, but she, she over delivered on a pretty consistent basis. Um, Dakota Kai is extremely talented. I've seen her, her have matches before. Um, I want to see Dakota win this. This is very reminiscent of HBK and Diesel to me. Um, but I, I, so I want to see, uh, I want to see the Dakota, the Dakota Kai HBK in this situation, uh, win the match and get the title. She's been there for a long time. I do want to see her pick it up. She she has been there for a long time. I mean, at some point, it's like, okay, is she going to get a championship? You know, is she going to just show up on on Raw? Because we saw, you know, Shotzi and Tegan Knox show up. Uh, I'm going to go through Cal on this end. We'll see what happens. But uh, all right. So, okay, here's the match I'm looking forward to more than anything. And I I hope it lives up to the hype, Sean. The the UK championship, Walter versus Ela Dragunov. The first match was, uh, I don't say Meltzer. Uh-oh. That was a five-star no, match. Okay. Five-star match. So, um, can, can we top that? Top it? No. I don't I, I don't know that you can top it. But, I mean, I feel like so many people didn't watch the first match that this one will, will even if it's 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 just as good as the first one, it'll feel like a, a, a mind-blowing experience to so many people who didn't see the first one. I mean, you and I talked about it when we talked about the best matches. We we told yeah. them to go out of their way to watch that match. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. If you, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Was um was it the UK show last year? Whatever show they had, wherever the match was, uh, best rest, ref bump I ever seen mm-hmm. in any match. Um, and the match was just outstanding. Mm-hmm. Even without the ref bump, it was. I mean, Walter's been on fire as of late. That match, he had the match against the Tomasa Chapa, which was outstanding. Which I didn't think was going to be great, and that surprised me. Um, I mean, I mean, does Walter lose after two years? I mean, I mean, what happens? I feel here? like at some point Walter has to lose. I mean, at some point, I do love Walter, um, but at some point Walter needs to lose. And Ilya has been the stiffest competition for him thus far. Yeah, Going back to this match, I feel like, I feel like, you know, 
I, I don't know. I'm torn. This could go either way. Walter could win or Ilya could come up with the victory and be, you know, be that be that big feather in his cap. Um, the real thing is that we just don't know uh, what they're going to do with Walter afterwards. I mean, he's not just going to be another guy on UK. Um, no, no. Lloyd says as he goes to the main roster he, to dominate. Yeah, you'd think that, but he showed up at Survivor Series and got pinned in like 10 seconds. So, yeah. I, you know, I, mm. and, we, and we all saw what they did with Karrion Cross, who was their other unbeatable monster in NXT. Uh, when he got up there, he lost in a minute or something like that to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I, I will say of the big guys, uh, Walter is probably one of the better wrestlers. I mean, the oh, guy's without a doubt, capable. Without a doubt. Um, you know, a, a striker, a guy that just and the style, just like oh man. But now the catch is, will anybody on that, uh, will anybody on that roster work that style? No, I mean, I like to see him fight like AJ Styles or something. Just, yeah, because like um, I can't, I can't picture him facing like Roman Reigns and Roman being okay with some of those strikes, some of those open-handed strikes. Um, I, I can't see that happening. But now I'm, I could be wrong. Maybe they'll go up there and, and really, you know clean house and, and do great. I, I have no idea, but yeah, because and, and this is all predicated on him going to the main roster. We're not sure. Yeah. I, I would say, cause you know what Vince wants in NXT Walter is like, that's like your prototype. It's like, yeah, except I bet you he thinks he does. He's not muscular enough. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I, I like, well, I mean, dragon off at this point, I would say it's due. I'd see Walter lose. You know, it's kind of like it's been over two years. He's been extremely dominant. I don't, I don't hate to see him lose. It's fine. Um, Yeah, I'd go with. I if you're if you're asking me, I'd say Walter. I, I, I'm sorry, I'd say Dragonov wins. If yeah, I mean, there's no shenanigans in this match. I mean, because Imperial doesn't exist anymore, right? They got rid of those guys, or one of those guys got let go. I forget. I forget who's even there anymore. Alexander Wolf. There's still two. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, there you go. So we 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 go with Dragonov. I'm fine with Walter retaining. By the way. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if you retained. I'd just be like, wow, I don't know where you go next. Yeah. Um, and just for the record here, because people are, are are talking about how much bigger Walter is than Karrion Cross, he's not. <laughs> he's like 25, 30 pounds bigger, but that's it. They're the same height and everything. Um, but he's, yeah, like, thicker, he's thicker than Cross, but there really isn't that much of a size difference between them other than just being a little heavier. Well, he is 33, though. He might be out of uh, Vince's age range. But, uh, Maybe, but I mean, Karrion Cross is 36. So, and uh, yeah, so so yeah, carrying 6'4, 265, and then uh, yeah, Walter is uh, same height, 30 pounds, 6'4, 295, yeah, yeah. So he's he's yeah, well, he's he's just thicker, Lloyd, he's just a thicker dude. Yeah. Um, he so I mean, he he automatically looks he looks bigger because of that thick body, yeah, stuff. yeah, you know, cross a little more lean in that regard, but he's still a big dude. Yeah, he is. He you is. also got to remember, people people underestimate how tall a lot of the regular roster is on a regular, you know, people, you, they hear about some of these guys, like, they, they think they're not that tall. Like, nobody thought of Mankind as, as, a, as a giant dude or anything like that. But I'm six foot five, and we met Mick Foley. We talked to him in studio. He was just about as tall as me, and he's a thick dude, too. He looks like a big guy in person. Yeah, um, and the thickness does, does make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. he is a six foot. 287. I mean, that's what it, but that's what that, that was the build height and the weight. I mean, I don't know if the act, we didn't mention the guy when he came in because, no. you know, he's probably not standing up straight anymore. No, I would imagine not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, there's one match left on the uh, card, Sean. Oh, yet again, the uh, main event of the evening. I'm not doing the whole thing. Two out of three falls match with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole to uh, settle that feud um, in the dumbest selections of two out of three falls yeah. ever. 
uh, traditional wrestling fall, a street fight, and the steel cage. Um, what is this going to go three falls, Sean? Are they going to do a third fall? I, I I can't see somebody going two straight here. I I mean, you know, it's it's it will most likely go three falls. We'll just say that. Um, my thing is, yeah, the tag title's not being defended on the pay per view. No, that's it. I mean, well, there's, there's a pre-show right. match um, which we we purposely ignored because that was. Uh, I don't. Uh, care. Uh, yeah, Trey Baxter versus Rich Holland. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about. Sorry, guys. No offense to either one of you, but. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole. Uh, the feud has been great, but this setup for it has not been great. Um, it's been really lackluster. They 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 were choosing their, on for a long time too. When they're choosing their falls, it just eh, eh, eh. It's like um, Kyle O'Reilly lost the traditional wrestling match against uh, against Adam Cole. So he was like, oh, well, the number one's going to be a traditional wrestling match because I need to beat you. Great. Fine. Kyle O'Reilly beat Adam Cole in a street fight previously. So he's like, oh, well, the second one needs to be a street fight because I need to beat you in a street fight. Right. And then they choose a steel cage, which I know used to be the big blow off to feuds, but we know it's not anymore. So well, we've literally seen people have their first match inside of a steel cage. So, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel climactic to me. Um, that being said, the two guys in the match, we know it's going to be a, a, an outstanding match. Um, over under uh, on, on this match, Dave. Over over under on let's, let's, let's put the marker at 40 minutes. Over under. Ooh, uh, I, over I'm, under. Going, I'm going over to like about 45, which I, I never would complain because they had the street fight or whatever it was that went on way too long. Um, that, could, that could have been shorter. But, you know, each fall is going to be long. Uh, 45 minutes. Okay. Oh, we'll, see for a, for, well, for two out of three falls, that doesn't bother me too much if we're doing all three falls. Um, I just don't want all three falls to be like 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Like, it's like, I just don't want that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a five match card, but obviously, Walter Dragonoff is going to be a long that's match. Gonna, dude, I, mean, yeah, I, mean, that's I hope, I hope the women's match can get at least 12 minutes. Uh, I don't see the cross match being too long. And then, um, uh, the other match, um, uh, that's not going to be too long. I mean, Melly Dallin Championship lap match is not you know, more than 10 minutes. So. Yeah. I think I'm with you. It's going to be over 40. I'm questioning to myself, does it go over 50? Like, is it over 50? I'm trying to think. Because I could uh... – Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because this is one of those matches where you can literally walk away and then come back and just watch the third fall, which is what I might do. No offense to the guys. But... No, nah, I'm going to watch the whole thing because I want to see what they do because I want to see if uh, they mix it up any from what I expect to happen. Yeah. Um, And you never know, dude. Maybe this will be one of those rare ones. It does happen every once in a while. It'll maybe be one of those rare ones where it goes too straight. <laughs> maybe we're I, wrong. I, I would be shocked. If that I would be too. It'll still be 55 minutes, but either way. Yeah. Um, also, hi, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, morning, Catherine. And uh, Lloyd, to answer your question, their tag team champions are MSK. Yeah, they, they were they, they were the they were the rascals in uh, in Impact. Yeah, uh, back in uh, back and in April, and they're very very good. Yeah. Um, oh, there's also a women's tag team championship. Let's not forget about that. But there's no match. So with uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. So yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. Um, hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, side note: Indy Hartwell and uh, Dexter Loomis. What, what's that about? What's, what's going it's about on? true love, Dave. Like All right. true love. So, um, so I see uh, O'Reilly winning this, and then we never see Adam Cole in NXT again. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, because Adam Cole's contract is up, he's losing this match. Yeah, there's there's no reason for him to win this match because I mean, first of all, 
if he's hanging around, he's not going to be on NXT anymore. He's going to be on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that he's hanging around. I think, I think he might go to AEW. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, exactly. Lloyd thinks the same thing, basically. Uh, so either way, um, I think, I, I think Kyle O'Reilly's winning this match. I agree with you. I, it would make the most sense. You know, I know sometimes they pull it like somebody's leaving, but you, you got to put the guy over. And Kyle needs us at this point, whatever they're going to do with Kyle. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, Bobby Fish is going. I'd always say I'm not surprised, but he was like the one guy I felt like he was always the odd man out in that case. And you know. Well, and they get rid of Bobby Fish, so it's not even like he can go back to being a tag team. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, I don't know. There we go. <laughs> wow. So, a fun wrestling week. A great time to be a wrestling fan. Yes, okay. I will say that. An incredible time to be a wrestling fan. There's so much happening. And just this weekend alone, how much stuff do we have? I mean, you had the big Rampage news last night. You've got yeah. SummerSlam tonight. You've got TakeOver tomorrow. Uh, I mean, wow. Wow, yeah. what a time to be a wrestling fan. So, again, everybody, be paying attention. At 7 p.m., we will have the thread go up on the ESPR Facebook page. So you guys can comment along with us while we're watching. Um and be as active as you want. We love we love having you guys in there and talking to you guys. We love talking to you too, Lloyd. So, guys, please be active in the thread. We will be there. And uh, we may pop up some, for some videos from time to time if we have strong feelings about something. So, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see how yeah. it goes. Don't expect us to come on after Ginger Mahal and Drew McIntyre. Just saying. No. I might come up and tell you how dinner was at that point or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, but either way, uh, thanks, everybody, for being here. We greatly appreciate it. Again, remember, you can find us all the time on social media, which you need for tonight. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 is where we're going to be. Obviously, we're on Twitter as well, at ESPR99. But Facebook, Facebook.com slash ESPR99. Go ahead and uh, make sure you are following that page and be ready for 7 o'clock tonight for when we go to for a live. For, well, we'll go live when the thread comes up for SummerSlam. And you guys can jump in on that. Uh, in addition to that, you can always email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Find us on all of your podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you subscribe. It really helps us. I know it sounds silly, but it does. Um, and if you go over to uh, oh, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, it says ESPR. You click that, it will always link you to our most recent episode. So by all means, get on over there. Like the page if you haven't already. And we will see you guys tonight for SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So Summer Spectacular. Until that time, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody. See you in a few hours.